Hey there, welcome to day 22 of our SOAP framework, get up and go challenge day 22. Letter A, with respect to relationships. Remember we've got the, love, love my beautiful graphic, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships and contribution. We've talked about our uh, financial situation, we've talked about our physical situation, and now we're talking about our relationships. Why? Because those are the three biggies for most of our lives. Most people spend the majority of our lives thinking about our health, our wealth, or our relationship in some way, shape, or form, which is our financial, our health, our physical, and our relationships, how we interact with other human beings. So yesterday, we, let me grab my notebook, my handy-dandy workbook for this time, went through and worked on the O, different options and possibilities with our relationships. How was your discussion with your imaginary friend? Or did you just phone a friend? Uh, George and I had a nice chat. We haven't chatted for a while, so that was fun. We haven't chatted for at least a month. And again, remember, George is my imaginary friend, so don't call the people with the white coats yet. Uh, and we came up with some ideas and some thoughts on different options and different possibilities and different ways I could improve my relationship with my kids. I also did a imaginary visit to a family counselor, which was not nearly as fun as visiting um, and arranging the perfect Christmas for my kids. So we had the perfect Christmas for my kids, George and I talked about. We had an experimental, in my imagination of course, uh, family counseling session, which was like I said, not as fun as the perfect Christmas. And then we also talked about um, different, George and I chatted about different ways the kids could basically tell me to shut up and just listen to them and not give them any motherly advice. Because motherly advice tends to be motherly advice. And it, it's good advice, but they don't want to hear it at the time that they're upset about something. So that was fun. It was fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. Um, it's kind of uncomfortable, but I always do it where there's nobody else around. So I'm pretty comfortable talking to myself these days. All right, so what do we got today? Today is the A. So now that we've got these options and these possibilities and we know that there's different things we could do, actually there's a whole lot of different things we could do, we have to figure out a way of deciding. How do we choose what action to take? How do we know what to do next? How do we know what our next move is? Well, I always have different tools that I can call on to look at this. Now, when I'm procrastinating and I'm having a hard time, I know what to do, I pick something and I'm not moving on it fast enough, I use, uh, oh my gosh, I just had a mental block against her name, Robbins, Mel Robbins, Mel Robbins, 54321 blast off technique. Now, I've been doing that a long time, but I never had a name to it, so I love, and so many people have been exposed to this, her ability to say, hey, move, do it now. Don't give yourself more than five seconds, five, four, three, two, one, do it, move, and just jump into it. So whenever I'm procrastinating, I actually will tell myself now, if I don't feel like getting out of bed, five, four, three, two, one, and then I get out of bed no matter what. I don't, I don't drag out the one, I don't drag out the numbers, I just do it. Uh, for, for some of us with physical challenges, it's important that we have little, little, little tricks like that to help us physically get moving. So, what tool do I use to decide among these alternatives? We've talked about a couple. We talked about urgent, important, resources required, ease of operation. Today, I want to share another one that's probably easier and uh, I've used and is a lot more valuable for me personally. And I will admit that early on, when I was younger, I would just try to make decisions with my brain, right? I would look at the facts, and I would look at the information, I would look at the data, and I would draw my conclusions and just say, what is the smartest thing to do right now? What is the wise, not wise, what is the smartest thing to do right now? Wisdom brings into 
our decisions and our thinking more than just the facts and the figures. Because guess what? Data can be manipulated. Facts and figures aren't necessarily facts and figures. Uh, so we need to bring other aspects of analyzing a situation into play. So that's when our heart and our feelings and our need to be brought in. How do we how do we feel about this thing? Does it feel right to us? And that ties also into the third thing I like to look at, and that's my intuition. So I have my heart, my head, and my gut, I call it, or my heart, my head, and my intuition. We all, whether we want to believe it or not, react emotionally to things first. And then we justify it with reason and with our head. And then sometimes if we're wise enough, we bring in our intuition and we say, does everything feel right? Does this seem to be the right direction for me? It doesn't matter if it's the right direction for anyone else. It matters if it's the right direction for you. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at at least three things that we, we uh, came up with yesterday. And we're going to do something that I taught my daughter when she was eight, probably before she was eight, but she used it when she was eight to name her puppy. She won a puppy in the Pheasants Forever contest, a little black lab puppy. And she spent three days putting the family through nominal group technique to name this puppy. She made a, a brainstormed list of, I think, probably 80 puppy dog names that she could name this little black puppy. And she had us all vote because nominal group technique, all you do is you, everybody votes for their favorite one. And you give like, I can't remember what we did because she had so many choices, but we, we picked out like our, our 20 favorites or something. And everybody went 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, all the way down to one. And then she broke that down. And then the next time she, we had to break it down that she did the top 10. So then we nominal group technique, the top 10. And then we go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And you weight your your choices of preferences based on that. We're going to do it a little bit differently this time. We are going to take our three choices. I made a little grid for myself to do this. We're going to take our three choices and we're going to give our head, our heart, and our intuition a, a scale from 1 to 10 about how strongly we feel about this possibility this alternative so I haven't done it yet but I made the grid so perfect Christmas on a scale of 1 to 10 how does my head feel about it do I feel like that's a good choice and good solution 10 would be a good one one would be no not so much so this is like Sharon's uh, change version of nominal group technique it's a combination then I'll do my heart my heart how do I feel a scale of 1 to 10 one would be my heart's not in it at all 10 I'm all in for perfect Christmas um, ways to tell me to shut up, or um, family counseling. I just picked these three because they were the three I shared yesterday. Uh, you know, you know, family counseling, if you know, and I've been talking for a couple of days, that's going to probably have really low numbers and not be the one I choose. Perfect Christmas is probably going to have really high numbers, and that's going to be the one I choose. Or this one I feel a little uncomfortable with because I need the kids to really tell me, and we need to have a conversation about that to make that happen. Um, so that one's probably going to have in-between numbers on a scale of 1 to 10. Then I just add them all up for the total and the total of the total, and that will tell me which which thing I should do and move forward with, which action I should take. Then when I've done that, I'll say, okay, what can I do right now, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, blast off, to move toward that, that perf let's say, perfect Christmas, the perfect Christmas. What do I need to do right now? Well, I need to finish decorating the tree. I need to wrap presents. I need to do a whole bunch of things to make it a perfect Christmas for the kids and, and the family and I. Uh -huh. But 
I'm already feeling toward that since it's Christmas week and I've got on my Christmas sweaters and my Christmas nails. Let's go. So today your action item is to, if you want to try the nominal group technique or if you want to just pick one of the things that you uh, settled on and thought about yesterday that just really resonates with you with your heart, your head, and your intuition and say, okay, this is the thing I'm going to go toward. What do I need to do? What can I do right now to move toward that? What can I do to start in the direction of the thing that I want. You know, the perfect Christmas isn't just going to be even something as, you know, the perfect Christmas is smaller than some of these other things. Even that isn't going to happen in one step or one action. But I'm just going to share, we're going to share in the comments below, one action that we're going to take today to move toward that. All right, any questions, hit me up. I guess we covered three tools today, head, art, intuition, nominal group technique, and 54321 blast off. Any questions about those, ask in the comments below. Otherwise, have an amazing day, and I will be with you tomorrow for day 23 of our Get Up and Go Challenge. And of course, that means the P in relationship. All right, have a great day.